The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 25th chapter. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. For when the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them, but the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. And the bridegroom was delayed. They all became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a cry, Here is the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those virgins rose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, Since there will not be enough for us and for you, go rather to the dealers and buy for yourselves. And while they were going to buy, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready went in with him to the marriage feast, and the door was shut. Afterward, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered, Truly I say to you, I do not know you. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. This is the gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Sometimes you can get lost in the details when you plan a party for someone. So lost that you actually forget the person you're planning for. Sometimes I think we do this about Jesus and his parable today. When we make it about the oil and not about the bridegroom. just want to make it clear, it's not about the oil. Today's parable is about the bridegroom. It's so much about the bridegroom. Take, for instance, the wise and foolish virgins. The wise are only wise because the bridegroom was delayed. If he had shown up on time, then they would be the foolish ones because they would have all this extra oil. While the ones who were foolish would have been wise because they had just the right amount. See, when we focus on the ten, we aren't focusing on the very reason why they're there in the first place. They're there to meet the bridegroom. Now, it's easy to think that the wise five were led into the feast because they had enough oil. But that would mean the parable was primarily about them and the bridegroom would be secondary. And if you've ever been to a wedding reception, the bridegroom and the bride are always primary. You never want to outdo the wedding couple. Now, the whole parable in today's gospel reading depends upon and is about the bridegroom, including whether anyone gets in or not into the wedding feast. See, none of the twelve should have actually gotten into the wedding feast in the first place because they all do exactly the opposite of what Jesus says at the end of the reading. Jesus says to watch or stay awake. And all ten fall asleep. Not only did they fall asleep, when they woke up, they forgot it wasn't about the oil, and it was really about the bridegroom. See, when they wake up, the foolish are scared and ashamed for not having oil, and the wise, they're selfish. When both of them should have been just plain excited, by the fact that the bridegroom had actually 
arrived. All ten should have realized that whether they get in depends upon the bridegroom. And really the good news is that someone actually woke them up so they could meet him while he comes. You see, not having enough oil is embarrassing for first century uh, women in the time of Jesus. But it wasn't a deal breaker. All it means is that they just weren't really good at waiting. You see, the lamps that they had weren't really like flashlights in order to be used to see when the bridegroom was coming. They were actually used to light up their faces so that they weren't some strangers waiting in the dark. See, the bridegroom would have been very easy to spot because he would have been walking along with the rest of the people that were heading to the party. It would have been like a whole town following the bridal party. That means there would have been people singing, people shouting, and in midnight there would be lots of people carrying torches. See, once the bridegroom arrives, the light from the ten virgins would have been engulfed by the light of the bridal party. To enter this feast, all you had to do was be there. Not have enough oil. Now, this doesn't mean that the oil is inconsequential. It just means the oil is for the waiting and not for the feast. The fundamental problem of falling asleep means that there was no one keeping watch for the bridegroom and there was no one keeping watch out for each other. See, staying awake would have allowed the wise to say to the foolish, hey, your, your lamp is running out of oil. Why don't you take some of mine and hurry up and get some more for everybody? But that didn't happen. And unfortunately, once they woke up, the time for oil was done. And their shame caused them to forget the reason why they were there, why they were waiting in the first place. There was no time for oil because it was the time of the bridegroom. And as we learned in Matthew chapter 22, this bridegroom wants the wedding hall completely full of people, including those who might not have enough oil for their lamps. The only people he doesn't let in are the people who are absent. So what this parable means for each one of us is that we're all invited to the feast. Jesus is the bridegroom who paid the price for us to be there by dying on the cross. We're all invited to the wedding feast regardless of the amount of good works. That's the oil. Regardless of the good, the good works that we might have. We're invited regardless of how ashamed we are of not having good works either. Faith in the bridegroom means remaining present waiting to enter into the marriage feast. And what is this feast? Well, it's the everlasting life with Jesus, our bridegroom. It's a life where joy is overflowing. It's the place where there will be no shame, no tears, and no death. 
It will be heaven. The marriage feast of the Lamb. You see, through holy baptism, we're washed. and We're made ready for the feast. And you've been anointed with oil so that you can wait for the bridegroom. The oil, which means a life of mercy, a life of good works, makes our wait so much better because it helps us stay away. Through acts of mercy, our lamps are filled by loving one another. So the light of love shines, and our life will always be done in the light, not in the dark. So once you've been invited and made ready for the party by the bridegroom, you wait. But doing nothing during the wait isn't an option for Christians, because once we believe there's a party coming for us, We're going to stay awake. We're going to keep watch for Jesus and each other by burning our lamps. You see, faith waits for the bridegroom and love burns for our neighbor. Faith waits because Jesus takes a long time. He takes a long time to arrive because he is actively finding people to join in the feast. But while we wait, there is always love to burn on each other. So I pray that we focus on the who of why we wait, so that we don't get lost in the details of the wait, but rather enjoy the details of the wait, so that all may rejoice together with us when the bridegroom finally does come. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Amen.